0: The following podcast is a mass media production.
1: Hi, I'm Josh Galindo.
0: And I'm Crystal Galindo. Welcome to the Going Galindo, Rugrats and Renovations podcast.
1: A lifestyle podcast where we will offer our experience and expertise in building real, lasting wealth through renovating and flipping homes.
0: And the chaos that comes with balancing a family of six, leaving nothing unsaid.
1: Follow our wild ride we call life and apply our lessons to your own journey. Good morning, honey. Good morning. How are you?
0: Good.
1: I'm really excited about today's episode. I know you are. I love talking about <laughs> flipping. I think it's so much fun. So, here's what we're going to cover. So, uh, we're going to talk about assignments. Okay. Uh-huh. Why it is important to read the purchase agreement on an assignment deal. Okay. What a wholesaler is. Mm hmm. Do you replace toilets or not? Yes. And why? Okay. Elongated versus not elongated.
0: Yeah, I just <laughs> learned that.
1: <laughs> um, and then, uh, what are some of the things, what are the must haves? Mm-hmm. building up to actually owning your first flip. And then we're going to talk about the top three things that you should put in every one of your flips Yep, and building your own flip brand. Those are the things that I want to talk about. You ready?
0: Yeah, I'm ready. Are you sure? I'm, I'm questioned. Are you buckled in? <laughs> no. Do
1: you have your questions ready? <laughs> yes, I do. All right, let's get started. <laughs> All right. I'm excited.
0: If you're looking for some family fun, I know I always am. Check out circus circus hotel and casino At Circus Circus, there's something for everyone. Have a blast inside the Adventure Dome, a five-acre indoor theme park with 30 rides, including their newest rides, Twist and Teacups, Circus Swings, and Little Sprinter Raceway. Or act like a kid again at the Midway, playing arcade games or enjoying their free daily circus acts. Looking for a special date night? Look no further than their award-winning restaurant called The Steakhouse. Voted Best Steakhouse in Las Vegas. Circus Circus offers affordable room rates starting at $29 per night. Book your stay today at CircusCircus.com.
1: Something that I just had happen in my office that I think um, is of tremendous value Mm -hmm. is uh, a deal got sent over to us that you and I are going to be buying as a buy and hold. Yes. Okay. And the guy handling our buy and holds just signed the assignment agreement.
0: Why is it bad that he just signed the assignment agreement?
1: Okay, here's why it's bad. So if the purchase agreement said at 10 a.m. on Tuesday, in addition to buying this piece of property, buyer agrees to assassinate both Josh and Crystal Galindo, in the event buyer fails to assassinate both Crystal and Josh Galindo at 10 a.m. on this date, buyer will hereby be in breach of contract. So basically, kind of an extreme okay, example, right? but think about that. So if you just signed the assignment agreement, which is transferring the rights of the, of the existing buyer over to you, and now you're responsible for all of the obligations set forth in that purchase agreement, mm-hmm. and you sign the assignment, which now puts you into a legally binding contract with a seller and you've never read it, and it had some crazy term like that in there, you were technically bound by that purchase agreement.
0: So when you sign the assignment agreement, you're accepting all the terms that are in the purchase agreement. Yes. So you would need to see the purchase agreement yeah, also. Before you sign, sign it. it. Before, Because those are the terms those you're accepting. Those are the terms that
1: you're accepting. Okay. Those are the terms that you're signing up for. That's why that is so important. Okay. That was what I was trying to explain <laughs> right there. I- <laughs> okay. Yeah, so you got to read the purchase agreement to make sure. Flipper number one, because I can almost guarantee you that most flippers that are getting into the business will likely buy their first flip from a wholesaler. Okay, so, so step one in doing that mm-hmm. read the purchase agreement. Say, send me the assignment and send me the purchase agreement. And there will be times where the wholesaler doesn't want to send you the purchase agreement because it exposes the price, the size of their assignment fee. And then they feel insecure about showing you that because other people count other people's money. Yeah. So how do you get around that objection? What I always say is, listen, dude, I hope you have this thing tied up for a dollar. I have already done all of my math, and it works for me at 128500 I hope you're making all of the difference. And then what that does is that takes the defenses from the wholesaler down, where he's like, this guy's a cool dude. He's not counting my money. He doesn't give a shit how much I make. He's mm-hmm. just cool with the price that he's getting. And when you do that, it kind of relieves all that tension. And if you're that guy that counts that guy's money, then you're kind of a jerk. Because eventually you're going to be in a position where somebody's going to want to count your money. Because you're mm-hmm. going to have to go sell the house, right, for a profit. What if the buyer came to you and goes, how much money are you making? I'm not buying it at your asking price unless you tell me how much money you're making. That's not fair.
0: Right. You know what I'm
1: saying? So don't count anybody's money as that rule. But first time flippers buying a house from a wholesaler, ask for the purchase agreement and ask for the assignment. And if they object to providing you the purchase agreement, go, listen, I don't care how much you make. I just want to see all of the terms. Okay. Second thing on this thing, a lot of wholesalers are insecure about buyers because they're flaky. They -hmm. don't know. They haven't, you know, a lot of these wholesale deals are as is, as is, as is, can't walk it, can't walk it, can't walk it. Okay, so then wholesalers are like, "I'm only going to sign you this agreement if you put up five thousand non-refundable, an EMD, an earnest money deposit. You don't get it back on day one." Okay, I'm a big boy. I know my deals. If Mm -hmm. I ran them and and uh, and I approved it, I'm closing it. But what if in the what if the seller, what if the seller gets hit by a bus? Now that earnest money's gone, yeah. they can never sign off on it to get it back. That money's literally sitting in their bank account. Yeah. So what I always say on the assignment is I'm happy to release my earnest money and make it non-refundable, but I want you to add an additional clause in there. In the event the seller is unable to deliver clean and clear title to the buyer, yeah. earnest money deposit to be refunded.
0: Which, if they go to heaven, they can't deliver clean and clear title.
1: Correct. Yeah, they wouldn't be able to sign the deed. They wouldn't be able to right. sign. Or, the
0: property can't sell. So. Or
1: another great solution is you go, buyer agrees to release earnest money deposit upon confirmation from title that all necessary closing docs have been signed by seller. If you stop, rewind, stop, rewind, and repeat that phrase right there, that mm-hmm. is gold. Okay? Okay. So now... Yeah. You get confirmation from title that the deed is signed, the escrow docs are signed, everything is signed. And if you really want to take it a step further, you could even do this. It's another good batch of another good term. Both buyer and seller agree that final confirmation of closing is unnecessary to close for title to close escrow. Does that make sense? Yeah. Escrow is hereby instructed to proceed with formal. Recording of the property upon receipt of all necessary instruments from buyer and seller mm-hmm. with no notice, no further notice required. That's worth 10 grand right there. <laughs> okay. I'm not kidding. <laughs> no. So, what that does is, is that if the seller signs all of their documents on the 5th and we're scheduled to close on the 10th, and the seller goes MIA, because they went hiking and now they're lost. Yeah. Right. The seller's already performed all their obligations. They've signed all their documents and everything, right? And me, I've wired my money. So now that clause, we have both satisfied the requirements to close. And title can close that thing without further without. permission.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's good.
1: Does that sound right? Yeah. Resonated well?
0: Yeah. Cool. No, that makes sense. All right, so that's with the buy, okay? So, what other tips I think we should move into like once they have the house? Okay. What are some other like? So, here's the
1: other thing that I think, okay, let's go step by step. You've secured the deal, right? Yeah. Okay. Things that you need first time flipper, that's what we're trying to help out yeah. here. What are the things you need? You need a deal, okay? Let's be realistic and practical. Yeah. Second thing that you need is you gotta make sure you got your money right, mm-hmm. okay? I think people believe extensions are no big deal in, in real estate and getting into it. Everybody thinks getting an extension from a seller is easy and it's no sweat off of anybody's back. but what you're missing is that that, that seller has, has, has either, likely has um, outstanding obligations that they need to satisfy with that money. okay mm-hmm. aka buying a new house, aka using it for moving expenses, aka whatever it could be okay. Mm-hmm. In addition, they have holding expenses. You know, they've yeah. got they've got outstanding holding costs. So, asking a seller for an extension is like saying, "Hey, seller, do you mind throwing me an extra five grand and rearranging your whole life?" Right. Like it has to really be interpreted that way.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's property taxes, there's HOA, there's sewer, there's trash. Everything is daily. You know prorated. that space very yeah. well. Yeah. So if they want an extension, you as a seller, you're paying for that extra time that they don't own the property.
1: Yep. Yep, and what people don't get is that the seller is not obligated to provide that extension. Right. They can go. You put up earnest money. You have passed all of your contingencies. You said
0: you're. You, were gonna you close. said you're
1: going to close on this day, and you are not going to close on this day. And when that day comes and goes, now their position is you failed to close on that day, which is what the contract specified. And my remedy is to take your earnest money. Mm-hmm. That'll happen one time to somebody, and they'll never lose an earnest money again. Yeah. Or they'll close on time. So the point is, is get your money right. So find the deal. The second task is get your money right. Right. Okay? Be ready. Be ready. So that you don't have to ask for an extension. Yeah. And now you, you, you don't leave a bad taste in the wholesaler's mouth. You don't leave a bad taste in the listing agent's mouth. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to start building your reputation that you're a closer. When you do that, people bring you more deals. Right. That guy was amazing. I never worked so little in my life and got paid. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to take everything to that guy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's that's how you start building your reputation.
0: All right. So obviously when you close the house, you want to hit the ground running because everything is based on time when it comes to flipping. So what's a tip that you would give Do you walk the house before you close? Do you walk it after you close? Do you walk it the day you close?
1: I think that if if you can, sometimes these properties are occupied by tenants or sellers or whatever Uh it is, but if it's a vacant property, that's the best scenario. Um, But don't allow a seller or a tenant to um, prevent you from being able to get into the property. Okay. That goes back to mindset. Right. Okay. No is not an answer. Period. Okay. So you need to get in there. So before you close, use the seller's money and time while they own the property for you to start getting yourself put together for when you own the property. Okay. So I would get your contractor together, I'd get your team together, and I'd set an appointment or I would go visit the property and I would get the bid going. Mm-hmm. And then even even if you could before you close, I would order all the material. You could return the material, you could use it for a second job. Right. But imagine hitting the ground running, aka closing on the property moving all your material into that garage and, and telling the contractor to go. Yeah. Day 1, you're 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 blowing that place to pieces. Right. You know, so that that that's that's huge. And that to your point was is everything is time related. Yeah. Everything is time related in flipping. So anything that you could do on somebody else's dollar, do. Okay. Hit no. me with another one. No, that
0: was a good point. Okay, <laughs> I think that this is a good question, and I've been asked it before. What are some necessary improvements that you think that they should make? So I have a question. Okay, hit me? Okay. I know that like, if I was walking a house and I was buying a house and there was some dirty old toilets, I would be so grossed out and not want to sit on it. So do you replace all the toilets? Is that something that... You think is important to do?
1: I replace you. Okay, so here's the fun thing about toilets. I think the whole audience would think this is funny. Okay, you would be shocked how well a toilet could clean up.
0: Okay, how? (laughs) What do you clean it with? I have
1: walked into properties where the toilets are have been dry for years, and there is still fecal matter inside of it. Gross. In addition to toilet paper and Blah, blah, blah.
0: Okay. Okay?
1: And you just throw a little water on that thing, man, and it <laughs> cleans up right away. Okay. But, so, here's the thing. Life is, flipping is all about money. Right. Ding, ding, dollar signs. Okay, what can I do with this? Okay, so think about this. If this house has three bathrooms, right? Three toilets. $200 a toilet. 100 bucks for a toilet. 100 bucks to install it. Okay. Two, four, six. You have to ask yourself. Assume that, that you bought a house with this super gringy, yucky, yucky toilet, but they're all elongated. Okay.
0: What does elongated, uh, elongated mean? Elongated
1: is is uh, you know an the elongated seat. toilet versus the old school circle toilets. Okay, women may not okay. have an issue with that because when they sit down to go to the we bathroom just and we're they clean just, and their holes this big to, to 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 relieve themselves. We don't in. Need to aim. But imagine a man <laughs> who sits down to use that toilet. Okay. You know. And uh,
0: elongated is a bigger seat.
1: Is a bigger bowl.
0: Bowl, okay.
1: And in return, you get a bigger seat. Okay. Okay, but the bigger point of the elongated thing, while that is a convenience and a comfort for men, and, I, and even I would even think for women, the, the the bigger picture to me is that it represents new. Okay. Okay. If you walk into a house and all of the toilets are the the regular, not, I don't know what they're called regular, but the old school circle toilets, mm-hmm. it just kind of screams old and dated and, you know, a long time ago. So, I'm a big believer that if it's an elongated toilet and you could save $600, I would reuse the toilet. Um, Fortunately, for most of my buyers of my flips, almost all of our toilets are old. Okay. And they need to be replaced anyway, too elongated.
0: I was going to say, I see toilet charges on almost every job. So I thought you replaced them all, but I didn't know why.
1: Great, That's a great observation and a great point to be made. You are also referring to an experienced flipper who does volume. Yeah. I have to create systems and procedures in place. I replace all toilets unless I'm in a position where I need to save money. Okay. Okay. But the standard protocol at Glenna Group Real Estate is to replace every single toilet. Why? Because the time, energy, and effort to analyze whether to save $600 or spend $600 isn't worth the return. For a new flipper who has time and not money, they might as well take that time.
0: And clean the toilet.
1: And and relax and (laughs) sit down and, and analyze if they should keep the toilets and or clean the toilets. So... It's easy to just start going replace, 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 replace. But if some of this stuff is good, for $600, dollars you got to ask yourself, where can – this is like – this is the most – one of the more important rules in the construction process is you always have to be weighing back and forth. Where can I spend $600 that will help me sell the property? Think about that. Yeah. Okay? This cool designer wall behind me. Mm -hmm. That's going to create a lot of attention. Yeah. It's going to create a lot of foot traffic, right? Mm -hmm. If that wall was 1200 bucks, and um, toilets are 600, and I have all elongated toilets that came with the property, I think not replacing those toilets and spending it on a cool accent wall, that a consumer may have no clue how to make or execute, yeah, you know, is more valuable. So you got to constantly do that. Which one? Where should I spend the money? Where should I spend the money? Should I spend it on toilets or should I spend it on an accent wall? Okay, if I replace these toilets, am I gonna am I gonna sell this house?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I'm, no. I mean, is it going to have a, is it going to have an effect on my ability to sell the right. house? Um, no, the house will sell no matter whether those toilets or not. But if I put an accent wall in it, I can it, probably sell it.
0: Yeah, that's like a must have. They walk in and see that that
1: long winded explanation of. Where's the most valuable space to spend the money to sell the house is like construction 101 for house flipping.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, what are some other necessary improvements you make?
1: Well, here's the thing. I'm actually curious. Let's do a little poll here. I'm, okay. I'm actually curious for the viewers, so I would chime in and hit me with, a little, uh, with, with some comments and, and all that other stuff. Okay. Okay. Would you rather walk into a flip and see brand-new cabinets... And then, therefore, countertops. Okay. And old flooring or new flooring and painted cabinets and new countertops.
0: I don't know if I would know the difference.
1: (laughs) Okay. So, my argument is for the consumer,
0: I mean, and chime in and answer
1: this. I think everybody should chime in and answer this. For the consumer, for them to say, I got to replace an entire kitchen. That's a tall order. Yeah. Versus you walk in and go, I just got to replace the flooring.
0: I feel like the flooring's a bigger task.
1: Do you, then a then a, a then kitchen yeah. with cabinets it's and one, countertops. It's
0: one area. Like I just think back to Sarah and Frank's house. Like they hated the flooring. That was that shit was everywhere. Like that seems harder to me. Okay,
1: interesting. But we do. But Glenda Real Estate that's such a great job at painting cabinets. <laughs> and I can see why <laughs> your answer is that way. <laughs> um, yeah, so, okay. okay so that was cool. That was a good little... Uh, what's your opinion? Tell me your opinion. Tell me your opinion. Not you, Chris, oh. but the camera. Okay. <laughs> Comment and, uh, and let us know what you think.
0: I think that once you move in, the flooring doesn't matter as much because all your furniture is covering it, but when you're first looking at an empty, vacant house, you see the flooring and it just stands out to you. hmm
1: mm-hmm. Maybe
0: that's why. Maybe you're thinking in the latter.
1: I always think, okay, flip hack again, and you just triggered this point, I... I never, you know, when I walk these houses sometimes with my designer, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of times she'll go into a space of, well, I would put a big green plant here. I'd put a piece of art on this wall. I would do this. It goes into this space as if um, we will have access to that, those accessories. Mm -hmm. I always stay in the space that I have to sell this house without one thing in it. Right. So if that wall needs something, putting a piece of art on it isn't the solution. I have to put something hard on it, a hard surface. I got to transform something it. that'll something like this. Yeah, yeah, because that's what I have access to. Right. So, because um, staging adds up, you know, you could spend ten thousand dollars on one house in staging. Okay, but can you do a lot of other cool things with ten grand, mm-hmm. and then ditch the staging? You know, those are the things that you got to weigh. You know, pros and cons of of every dollar you spend.
0: Okay, so I have a question. In every house, do you do an accent wall? Because I think the accent walls are really.
1: I think we covered some of these things in the episodes, but. um I, I remember answering that question. Maybe in episode seven. Uh, wait, what is it? What's the title of episode seven?
0: Our First Fucking Flip.
1: Mm, that's a great title. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I'm going to touch on this, but I think for more information, I would go and listen to those I other would, episodes. It was
0: probably... I think when we talked about it, it was... Um, episode 28 season two because that was flipping start to finish okay we'll start to So I'm gonna finish. give a little
1: tidbit from that one that okay. I remember answering this something that I'm personally passionate about are three things and, and and you get two for sure the third one's price point depending okay is a pantry uh-huh and a, a peninsula or an island okay. and for those that don't know what a peninsula is it's kind of where the the countertop comes off of the existing cabinets and turns. Um, some people don't know what a peninsula was. I didn't know what it was when I... I
0: thought it just came off a wall. I didn't know.
1: It, really. it could come off of a wall, but it's okay. attached. An island is freestanding, and a peninsula is attached to either a wall or the existing set of cabinets. Okay. Good, good, good clarification there. So I believe in always providing a peninsula or island in a pantry because i think everybody's entitled to having a pantry mm-hmm. you know like what a shame to have to put your canned goods your cereal and this and that in a little cupboard a little little cabinet yeah okay first thing second thing is the reason i like and i'm passionate about the peninsulas and islands is i want my my future buyer to be able to entertain and have guests over you know that costs extra money yeah okay um and then on the third one if you're spending the big money yes a makeup counter
0: Oh, the vanity. The
1: vanity. Yeah. I'm I'm really passionate about that. I remember coming home years ago before I had any money and I was living off of Crystal. And she's sitting... There was
0: a time where that happened. There was a time. No one believes me. It
1: was very quick. Okay. (laughs) Um, But yes, there was a time, in fact, in which I was living off of Crystal and living in her house. So uh, she would, you know, jump in the shower, all clean, get out, and then go and sit on the carpet, the dirty-ass carpet... Um, in front of her closet very. mirror. <laughs> yeah. You know, and do her makeup. So you're on the ground, you know. And so I was just like, man, this is not where I want my wife to do her makeup. And so if you're spending a few bucks and I can afford to put it in, I'm always passionate about putting in a makeup counter. Yeah. A
0: m- makeup vanity.
1: Makeup vanity. Yes. Yes.
0: Okay. Um,
1: the other thing that I would do is, is, is find a signature. You know, a lot of guys will come in in the beginning and they just copy the next flip, the last flip that they saw. Yes. Happens to me all the time. All, and what you're doing, though, is to the experienced audience, you know, the experienced guys in the game, you're just saying, I'm a copycat. Mm-hmm. Come out the gate with something that's that's creative and independent because you'll make a bigger splash. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the experienced cats in the game will go, damn, who's this new guy? That guy crushed that design. Mm-hmm. Wow, this guy's good. And then his second house is also... You know, in line with his existing design. Wow, that guy's good. This guy's creating a name for himself. I have some respect for this guy. You come out and it looks like a Galindo flip. You're like, who's this schmo that freaking copied every single thing in the Mm -hmm. Galindo and Galindo's house? And then you're known as a copycat. And then you're known as a copycat. Yeah. So I'm a big believer in, in, in pursuing your own design that's specific to you and building a brand around it. People can look at our flips and know they're Galindo flips. Yeah. So that encompasses today's episode. But I think if you want more information in detail, we have multiple previous episodes.
0: Where we talked about flips, where yeah. we talked
1: a lot uh, about flips. So go ahead right. and battle them off, sweetie, so, so on Season 1, note.
0: Episode 7, our first fucking flip, that's when we talked about where Josh learned a lot of do's and don'ts on his first one. <laughs> um, season 2, Episode 28, Flipping from Start to Fucking Finish. That was These the whole names. process. <laughs> you just like that F word. <laughs> that was like the whole process of flips. And then um, I think that season three, episode 31 is good. It's fun, but it was nightmare flips. So that's like kind of a lot of the don'ts, I guess. Yeah, was,
1: those are some wild you, stories. You need
0: do's, but you definitely need the don'ts. Yeah, if
1: you want to know how to find a, 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 a dead lady that's oh, been God. frozen for three years in a refrigerator, that's a good one to listen okay. to. <laughs> okay. To get more education on what you should and should not do and flip-related topics, go and check out some of our previous episodes. There's a ton of content. Yes. All right, baby. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. That's going to do it for today. Thank you so much for listening.
0: If you enjoyed the show, please rate, subscribe, and share our podcast. You can also connect with us on social media or at galindogrouprealestate.com.
1: Until next time, thanks again for listening.